What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. Find the final little glasses of business. You're dead meat. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast. This is James A. Janice. And I'm Chelsea Rebecca, and we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We like to get scared together. Yeah, that's right. And today we're filming this podcast to release on my YouTube channel, Dead Meat, of which this podcast is an extension of, as a way to promote this brand new podcast. Yeah. So, hi, if you're watching this. If you're not, uh, we're waving to the cameras right now. Yeah, just imagine like my hand in the air, you know, standard wave. So this episode is a bonus podcast episode uh, it's not part of our regular schedule. You're still going to get a Tuesday episode in which we review Wishmaster. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm really excited to release that one. Uh, but this is a bonus thank you episode because the reception to our first episode was so incredible. I'm honestly overwhelmed by how much people liked it, and it really touched me. Yeah, it was listened to over 10,000 times. Yeah. Which is insane. We weren't even talking about anything except ourselves. (laughs) So that's exciting. Yeah, so we'll see how many people. What if that episode has more listens than the review for the brand new movie, Strangers? Pray at night. We got a problem. Uh, also, our cat Lucy is running Lucy's around crazy, crazy in the background. If you're so. watching this on YouTube, you might see her run through here. But yeah, if you, if you're listening to this, you may be able to hear her. She's she's really acting out right now <laughs> because because we're not paying attention. We're not to paying her. enough attention to her. Nope. All right, so we actually just got back from seeing Strangers Pray at Night. Oh, does that? Did we say we were reviewing that specifically? Oh, uh, I mentioned it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's what we're doing <laughs> we're in today's episode. <laughs> we got ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we're reviewing the new Strangers movie that we saw at 10 a.m. this morning. That's right. What Our schedule got kind of messed up, but yeah. that's okay. We woke up and saw uh, some people kill each other. You know what? I like matinee horror. Because yeah. I think the last time we saw matinee horror was Unfriended. Unfriended, yep. That was really <laughs> fun. We saw that super early in the day. And I don't know. It just that's a nice way to start the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice way to start the day. Get some, like, you know, some stress adrenaline pumping. <laughs> yeah, so this movie, I, I feel like, is uh, very jump scare dependent, and that's notoriously something that you're yes. afraid of. Did you notice I was sitting there with my ears plugged the whole I time? I did notice that, yeah, the whole time. I had my ears there, plugged like... the whole time. I wouldn't have done that if there was someone sitting right next to me or right behind me because I would feel very judged. Mm-hmm. But we were sitting, so the theater we saw it in was the one with the big lounge chairs. Yeah. And so we were pretty far away from anyone, so I felt like I was okay to sit there and plug my ears. I just, I think that's the thing that gets me the most about them is the loud Oh, for sure, yeah. Because whenever I I show, like, the video only of a jump scare and a kill count, I don't feel the need to, like, warn people. No, but but if it's sound. Yeah, with the stranger's kill count. There's something, yeah. I find that sensation unpleasant, and it makes me unable to sit and watch the movie. So if I have my ears plugged, I can kind of, you know, analyze the movie and think more about the movie rather than sitting there bracing myself the whole time. But you like this movie. I, I did. I'm honestly surprised at the the seemingly mostly negative reviews it's been getting. Well, professionally, it definitely has negative reviews. Uh, I think it's sitting at a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's a horror movie. I know. It's a, it's a horror movie. They're and pretty. I forgot, too, that the you mentioned this earlier, that the first 
movie also has kind of cruddy reviews. I yeah, think I think it's, it's a little higher. It's maybe sitting in the 50s. at like a forty something. Really? Yeah. See. Now, uh, so also right off the bat, this is going to be like a full-on review. So We are spoiling the entire thing. Spoiling the hell out We're... of it. So if you haven't seen it and you want to see it unspoiled, stop listening to this. Come back, though. Yeah. Please come back. Uh, also, if you haven't seen it yet but you're about to, you know what a good primer would be? The Stranger's Kill Count released on my channel last week. Yeah. It's a good episode. Spoilers, The Stranger's Pray at Night does not take place in a convent, which would have been really fun. Oh, like Pray at Night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a, that'd be a lot of fun. So, uh, yeah, I love the original. I, I really liked what it did. This is not the original. No. And I think that's uh, why, even among horror fans, this is... Uh, I mean, the original was also divisive. It was. A lot I was looking today at the reviews of the original. Yeah, and, and some people think it's like, like a great, slow burn, creepy, unsettling, realistic thing, but I fall into that camp. But like I said, during the kill count, I understand if you find it just kind of boring. I think the other critique people have of it, too, which is also... A critique I have of just both the movies as a whole is it's a little joyless. Yeah. And the the villains and which, you know, if, if you're in the mood for that and you want to be scared proper, little comedic relief, these are the movies for you. Yeah. But the 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 villains, the strangers, are not a lot of fun. They're just really scary. Yeah. And I think a lot of horror fans are probably used to, you know, the big series have villains that you root for, like like Freddy, Chucky, Jason, even though he doesn't say anything, people fucking love the guy. And so if you start up The Strangers and you're like, who are the killers that I can root? No, no, these guys suck. (laughs) Yeah, they suck. You hate them. Yeah. You know? Uh, But like I said, this is not the first movie it's very very different and uh whereas the first movie kind of harkens back to like 70s horror i feel with Mm -hmm. like the quiet home invasion inspiration too definitely uh this one's more like an 80s slasher for sure i i definitely notice and especially one scene in particular that we'll talk about later but there is like a big 80s kind of the whole thing yeah yeah i mean that's what's popular right now is yes we are in the middle of a big 80s nostalgia fest. I blame Drive. For sure. Yeah, Drive was <laughs> Drive early on it. in that. You know who else was in Drive? Christina Hendricks. Yeah. What if we... In be- about the same size role. <laughs> I was going to say, what if we bookend the 80s nostalgia movement with two Christina Hendricks supporting role movies? Yeah, although she was top billed here, I think. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she's the only one, you know, I think she's the only name. Like the big name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was doing the rounds promoting it, I feel like. That's good. Whenever I saw, you know, any promo about this, it was all Christina Hendricks. Yeah. Which uh, I just was really well, excited to go to a movie and see her. Mad Men is probably my favorite show it's, of all time. Yeah, Yours it's my too. favorite too. Yeah. And Mad Men's really special to us. Yeah. So uh, Christina Hendricks, huge fan of hers. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of sad to see her. It wiped out so early in this yeah, movie. Spoiler, that's a but, thing. Uh, but yeah, so it's very 80s. Even the title card, I feel like, was a pretty direct <gasps> oh, ripoff of Stranger Things, right? With the it font. It was. It was kind of like an 80s. It was all like a Stephen King book cover font. Yeah, which is what Stranger Things is kind of. Swirly red toilet. I don't know what it was. It was like a spirally red thing. Yeah, but just like the outline font with the serifs. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of things going on in this movie that felt like direct 
references to other works among that. I mean, we got the ending that's like the Texas Chainsaw. Yes, we both. I think we both kind of looked at each other (laughs) like... Uh-huh, I see. Yeah, and then now. the music all throughout this is all 80s pop. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so 80s. And I don't know, did you see the trailer for this before? No. Watching? So uh, the trailer uses, I think we're alone now. I don't know who does that song. Mm-hmm. I probably should, but uh, that wasn't in the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, but it was just another 80s pop song, so it kind of primed you for all that 80s pop. Right off the bat, there's Kids in America. Mm-hmm. I mean, should we should we just start our full-on uh, Yeah, we'll, we'll, full on we'll start going through So them. I took notes in the theater, oh, but these notes are holy illegible. fuck. We, the uh, lights came up, and we both looked at his notebook, and they are, yeah, you can see if you're watching this on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, just like illegible. writing sentences What did my notes come out? I, I grabbed your notebook at some point and wrote something you down. You wrote a single sentence. I did. I took one note. One line. <laughs> Long take, teen actor. <laughs> Wait, what does it look like? Uh, it looks fine, honestly. Oh, it's, it's nice. It's totally legible, so good work there. But I mean, the you problem with mine it. is multiple lines yeah. writing over each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, you still did it. I still did what? You took notes. I did take notes at uh, 10 in the morning in a theater watching a horror yeah. movie. A lot of people in there. Way more than there I thought there There were so be. many people. It was a alone. fun crowd. Like, like, people were reacting to stuff. And yeah. Although one guy was snoring. What, by the end, there was a, there was a sleepy man in the theater. Also, how many fucking ringtones were going off? So it was like I thought it was part of the movie. Yeah. so many times it was like someone had a ringtone soundboard in there, and would just like whenever there was like a silent moment, would be like, you didn't think, Yes, there was an Ooga ringtone that went off like halfway through. <laughs> Yeah, Outrageous. silence your silence your phones for horror movies, people. Outrageous. I mean, for any movie, but especially that. But because of my sloppy ass notes, I am going to be uh, reading from the Wikipedia article, which has like way too detailed of a plot synopsis for a Wikipedia oh. article. Someone should go here and like clean edit this that. up, edit this. This doesn't. Belong I'm probably on banned from Wikipedia now because for oh, yeah. over a day, I think I think we reached <laughs> think the like 24 hour mark. It was like oh, two yeah. days almost. Yeah, um, I was listed as the screenwriter for. Uh, Boss Baby. The Boss Baby. The Boss Baby. Oops, I should know I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's a long story. It's because of our other YouTube channel, Practical Folks. Which is also the reason we have all these drawings behind us, including one of shirtless me looking into a mirror right above my head. But anyway, yada yada, one of our fans made me the screenwriter of The Boss Baby on Wikipedia. We didn't do it. It was there for maybe two days but now i think i'm on their most wanted list <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bad actor yeah you and stephen colbert <laughs> pretty sure he's done some wikipedia editing uh-huh. stunts uh all right so i mean we start in the trailer park with uh this this older couple who we will learn are uncle marv and his wife mm-hmm. and uh they're going to sleep and they get woken up by a, a knock on the door it's mm-hmm. super late how's that dog not barking I was, that seemed weird to me too. They have this dog who chills there the whole scene. He's whimpering on the bed. But yeah, but like they get murdered. I know. And it's the a dog German just chills there. Too, and it's I a German, it's not like a fucking like, Little I don't know. Dog. I thought yeah, that was like a odd Pomeranian. Too. That was weird. And then he, so that, okay. I don't, mean, I don't even mean to nitpick right off the bat, but that is something that stuck out. Like it stuck out to me is why, yeah. Why is this dog there? Let me, let me give my feelings for the movie up front. I I lo- I thought it was fine. I liked it. I think you liked it a little bit more. I than might me, have maybe. liked it more. Uh, the ending won me over from the pool scene onward, which we'll get to. The pool scene's fucking amazing. It is. Uh, before that, I was a little on the rocks because there's a lot of moments where these characters are fucking dumb. 
They and I saw people complain about that in regards to the original. And I guess in the original, uh, when did you think they were dumb in this one? Because it's I'll, weird. Oh, I had, I'll, I'll ooh, list really? them. There's I, so many. Okay. Yeah. I, it's mostly the the kid, the older brother. I'm sure you'll you'll sway me because there were a few times where I thought, okay, these characters are acting to the top of their intelligence, not acting for plot. Yeah, I did not feel that. Okay. Way. I mean, right off the well, bat in this scene, the old lady turns around and there's a stranger in her house. And she's just like, why are you in my house? Like, no scream or anything. <laughs> it's like, super chill. <laughs> why am I house? <laughs> why, why am I house? If there were strangers that broke into Tommy Wiseau's house, that's exactly what he would do. <laughs> that's the one person who could get away with just going, See, I would believe it if, if this uh, <laughs> character was Tommy Wiseau, if this was James Franco as Tommy Wiseau. But it's not. It's this old woman who turns sure around to a stranger in her house. And is super fucking calm about it. You know what, it. though? Like, this woman is probably a grizzled old lady. She lives no. in a trailer park. She's like, yo, fuck. fuck like, get that. out of my trailer, man. <laughs> well, she I gets. Know. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, she gets killed off screen by Dollface, who's chilling there. And then Dollface snuggles up next to her husband in bed. Yeah. That guy's a sound sleeper. Yeah. That'd be me. She snuggles up next to him and the dog. And the dog! The dog who is not in this movie for any reason that I can tell. Why have the dog if he's not going to act like a dog? I think the the dog's a plot dog because the dog (laughs) is what makes them realize mm-hmm. that something weirds up in the in the bedroom where the aunt and uncle had been murdered, but the dog's still alive. They hear it trying to get out. Yeah. It's a plot dog. It's a plot dog. It's a plot dog. And it doesn't act like a dog. Make it a cat. Yeah. Make it a cat, and then you Speaking don't of, have hello, to... Oh, Lucy. hey, Lucy. <laughs> uh, then you don't have to try to... like. Then you don't have a dog who's not barking or <laughs> concerned about these strangers in yeah, its bed. That's yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care. That's the cold open. That's the... Uh, the opening kills, which are off screen. Uh, mm-hmm. Then we meet our family, our protagonist family. It's Mike and Cindy. Uh, Cindy played by Christina Hendricks. Okay. Mike, Mike played by what's what's this dude's name? Oh, I I liked Mike. Martin Henderson. He wasn't doing it for me. Why? He's a hot dad. Is it, he can be a hot dad, but like I don't know, some Aww. of his acting wasn't uh, I strong. Think, I don't me. know. Maybe I was in a good mood today. I think I just went in and was. I liked the family. Yeah, and I liked. There, I liked the mom and the dad's relationship. That was nice. That was a thing I was concerned about because in the original, I pointed out in the kill count, you have this couple who like they just had a messy decline proposal, but they still like care about each other. Yeah, and that same kind of there. thing carries over here. Mm-hmm. Like this family has issues, but you can tell that like they care about each other. Yeah, I think that's something that they carried over very well into this movie. Is just like the first one, you care about the people. Mm-hmm that are being attacked by the strangers, you're not excited for them to get murdered. Yeah, it and it is, the, it is the same writer, Brian Bertino, although it looks like a guy named Ben Katai also uh, co-wrote this one with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that explains why the characters are similarly, like, yeah, sympathetic. Yeah. I like them. I don't know, it's nice to see in a movie a, a mom and a dad of teenage kids who they still want to fuck each other. Yeah, that's nice, yeah. It's nice. I mean... Look at the parents. Though. I know. There's the one scene hot where dad, hot mom, where she's like, "I look so tired." I'm like, Christina, Christina Hendricks. Come, come on, you look. Joni, cheer up, Joni. <laughs> Uh, I, I also really like the sibling relationship. I always love seeing that. Yeah, I did too. You know, any movie that instead of having like teen lovers have teen siblings, great. Yeah, because that's a I'm cool kind dynamic. of a sucker for that in movies too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still gets me. Yeah, 
Oh man, my phone is probably gonna die during this, but that's okay. So they're taking, they're going, uh, they're taking the daughter Kinsey to uh, a boarding school, and for some reason, they're just gonna stay in this trailer park. I mean, I assumed that they had, because they they were packing up the car in the beginning, so it's probably on the way. It's on, or yeah, or close by. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's fine. That's cool. They get the key. Uh, yeah, so the daughter is going off to boarding school because apparently she's been misbehaving. I was waiting to, to hear a fuller explanation. We I, didn't get it. I it was. Matter. Yeah, I think it, they kind of hinted at, you know, she skips class and... Bad grades. She but, smokes. But the, uh, the daughter did specifically mention two of her friends that weren't getting in trouble. So to me, that read like her and two of her friends did something like like an acute cause yeah. for this. Maybe I read not. it as more the parents recognizing that her, the girls or whoever she's friends with are just bad friends and they need to split them up. Yeah, that too. Maybe not necessarily that they did one bad thing. It's so funny that at this age, I'm like siding with the parents. Me too. I'm like, no, man, you, the parents are right. I thought that during the movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like, oh man, I feel closer to these parents than I do the kids. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but they get there, they get the key from from Uncle Marv, uh, not in person, Yes, with they, a note. Uh, so Christina Hendricks goes into the I don't know what to call it, the general store of I think the trailer the park store, yeah. and picks up the keys. And there's a note that's it tells them what trailer that, to go to. And it is signed Marvin. But this note is like written in such a child scribe. Yeah. Later, duh, uh, I, I should have just known this right away. It was written by one of the strangers. But but still, why does it look like that? It's cra- Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> this is how Uncle Marv must write. <laughs> With a big, weird, smiley face. Yes, the, the smiley the thing has been used in all the promos and it's on the mailbox here. I don't... Was that in the first one at all? No, that's a new thing that they... And it a smiley face just seems so... Yeah, it seems like done, overdone. Yeah. Like a smiley face is a horror thing. I, I genuinely thought, though, that was like... Marvin, Uncle Marvin wrote that note with the weird smiley face, which is better. Yeah. And like also put the smiley face on the mailbox like a weirdo. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. Uh, we forgot that the dad doesn't know what a queef is. Oh my God. So they're, <laughs> I forgot about this. They're drive. They're, they're driving and the brother and sister start arguing in the back seat. And does the sister call? No, the brother, the brother calls the sister. The brother queef, calls his sister which- a queef. Which is great. Yeah. And then there's a little back and forth while the dad doesn't know what a queef is. Yeah. Come on, dad. You know what a queef dad is. Dad knows what a queef is. Come on, dad. If you've had... All right. I won't get into <laughs> it. But uh, uh, yeah, so they're in this trailer park. Trailer park, I think, is a cool setting. It is. For this movie. I wish they had used it a little bit more. I guess they used it enough. How? How do you mean? See, as soon as I said that, I was like, I'm going to get questioned on this, and I don't know how to answer How to that. affect, yeah, because. Yeah. They, they run in and out of trailers, and there's the general store in the pool. I guess, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm wrong. It's a good setting, though. Yeah, well, because immediately my thought was when I realized they were going to a trailer park when they first set up in their trailer, I, I just immediately thought, holy shit, what is this movie going to be? Because the first one's all home invasion. Yeah, in a big-ass house. So what is this going to be where they're in a trailer, which is just a couple rooms. Mm-hmm. And, and so they just blow it really out to the whole confined, park. Yeah, so basically yeah. the whole the whole park becomes... And that's fun. Yes. Yeah. Also, it, it feels like a round of Friday the 13th, the game. 
down to the bridge that they oh my cross God. into. But seriously, the <laughs> whole the movie, yeah, up. they have to call the cops. Yeah. They have to repair the car to try yeah. to get out. Like it felt like around That's a Friday funny. the 13th, the game, which is interesting because uh, they definitely made the killer more like Jason in this. The man in the mask. Oh. By the end, how he's just surviving everything. Oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna talk a lot about that last scene with him because I was very into it. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. so it's, dumb. But it's a drastic turn from the uh, more realism of the yeah. first one. I mean, the first one does have them like playing around with their victims, but they never seemed superhuman. Yeah, they would like disappear. But I feel like I don't know. It felt more like if you blew them up in a car explosion, they wouldn't come back. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they felt a little more supernatural in this one, which was For fine. sure, yeah. They get to their trailer. I didn't know trailers. Is this what trailers look like now? They can look really nice. Yeah. We had, I, I remember so vaguely, and if either my parents are listening to this, they'll be able to correct me, but I think we had a family friend growing up. I was so young that it's like vague, but we had a family friend who lived in a trailer. I remember it being a really nice trailer. It was a nice trailer. Yeah. I would definitely hang out there. I think it's a stereotype that all trailers are are gross. Yeah, you know? I guess so. There's some Shame chill trailers me. out there, Ben and them. Uh, they get a knock at the door, and it's uh, it's Dollface without her Dollface <laughs> on. You are going to say Dolphin. I don't know. It's a Dolphin. <laughs> dolphin. <laughs> it's Tamara home. Yeah, Dollface is out there. So she, she asked if Tamara's home in the first one. Yep. Do we know... Is Tam- like, was that has that I ever think been? That's just a made up. It's thing. just a thing. Yeah, I, I was wondering if there was any reasoning because I, I noticed too the same thing. She she does it twice. Yeah, in both. Movies and so I, yeah, I was curious if there's I don't know. So yeah, if know. there's anything behind that in terms of like the mythology of the strangers, but but if anyone listening still trick or treats because that's possible. Uh, I my suggestion is instead of saying trick or treat when you knock on a door. Say is Tamara, is Tamara home? home? That'll creep out like one person. I was who gonna gets say <laughs> most people will have no idea. I would have had no idea because I forgot that they even say that. Yeah. That's okay, <laughs> uh. So yeah, they, they they come in way earlier here, and the action gets going way sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Dollface is like running around. We see her like in the far background in that one playground shot, which was cool when oh, the siblings are talking yeah. and you just see her like in the far background after they leave frame and then she like darts off uh frame left and it was weird to see them run <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh, well they have to cover some so much more ground in this one i guess you know what i guess in the first one i was always like they look out the window and see her then they talk to each other and look back out and she's gone and I was going to, I, I actually wrote and filmed a joke in the first kill count uh, where I'm like, I'd love to see a shot of her like running away. I took it out because I realized, oh, Scary Movie does that. Like they have a shot of him like oh. running away <laughs> off screen. So I didn't want to steal a Scary Movie joke. Yeah. But I guess we just saw that yeah. in the sequel was like seeing seeing them do that essentially. So yeah, yeah, that's fun. I liked, uh, they kind of did that, um, that really famous shot in the first one, that super long take oh, where so the good. masked guys in the background they they played with that a little more in this one and i i liked it every time just yeah. them creeping around in the background is always really fun to mm-hmm. me uh they the kids because uh, the kids are talking because uh uh what's her name what's the daughter kinsey 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 scale uh she runs out because she's all upset and moody after the dad collects the phones which i think 
worked as a way to get rid of cell phones. Like, yes, yes, family time. I I didn't real I didn't realize that until you said it just now. The dad earlier in the movie says, "No, we're gonna have one last night together as a family before your sister goes off to boarding school. Mm-hmm. Give me all your phones." And so he has all the phones and puts them in a pile. Yeah, and I, yes, that that is a really clever way to get rid of all the phones. Yeah, it worked for me. I saw some people online being like, "That was so obvious." I was, no, no it, that works. I could easily see that dad <laughs> yeah. saying, we're going to have a fun card game night. Yeah. Yeah. So the kids are outside hanging out, trying to talk, uh, and then they see an open trailer and they go into it. Yes. Yeah. So this is another moment where I'm like, okay, I can kind of see them go, like. Well, I think they knew it was their uncle's trailer. Oh, really? Yes. And that's why she's ransacking it for liquor. Yeah, and that's why they're they say something like that's weird. Okay, and they go inside. They know they, it's their uncle's trailer. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fair, I suppose. If they do, I'm not convinced they do, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. Uh, they hear plot dog in the back. Yeah, plot dog. Is and in then, the uh, yeah. So I'm I, I'm skeptical of this whole scene of like them going in there and then also pursuing this noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of them wants to leave, but of course they got to go back there. They find the bodies in a great shot, I think, because it's shot through the window when she takes off the cover of the bodies. And so instead of seeing, like, their reaction or, like, a full-on reveal of the bodies, it's, like, through the window as though they're being looked at, Mm -hmm. like the strangers would be looking at them. So Yeah, so the aunt and uncle are, they were, like, tied back-to-back on the bed? What was going on? They were all messed up. It was was, all gross. Yeah, it was dark, but it looked cool from what you could see. It's weird. They don't really fully reveal... Something what? with a jaw. It looked like there was some oh, jaw man. gore going well, on. Yeah, there was definitely some mouth trauma mm-hmm. going on. I think it was the uncle's jaw was all ripped and dislocated. That was unexpectedly gross. And yeah, I, we, we don't even see the ant. I don't know what kind of mess her face is. Yeah. Yeah, ooh, gross. Uh, but yeah, so like it's it's pretty early on the movie and they already know like these are murderers. Yep. So uh, Dollface does her little uh, where's Tamara again? to the parents who are at their trailer mm-hmm. and uh, she just like walks off. I like the shot of her walking off and like, turning too. back and looking at them. Yeah. Uh, her, her face being in shadows on the porch was definitely like movie shadows. Yeah. Like yeah, you'd be yeah, able to yeah. see like, her face, but whatever. Cause it's, they, it's like then the first one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's revealed the same thing here is that they like unscrewed the porch light to, to get that kind of shadows going on. But uh, they they go off to find the kids because because <laughs> Christina Hendricks is rightfully I loved like, this. Yeah, I I wrote is, down see, the line. This is a moment where I was like, oh, fun. These characters aren't stupid. Sure, when she's like that that girl creeped me Christy, out. Yeah, so so the the doll face knocks on the door a second time, asks where Tamara is, and then kind of skulks away. And Christina Hendricks immediately says, "Where are the kids?" Yeah, and the dad's like, "Why?" And he, she's like, "Cause that girl's fucking creepy." Yeah. So that was cool. And uh, yeah, it was such a good line delivery. Christina Hendricks, please come on our podcast. <laughs> Hi, Christina. Christina, please keep doing horror movies so you can come in our podcast and be our friend. Yeah. I love her. Anyway. You have a lovely voice. She, right? Oh my gosh, she has such a pretty voice. Yeah. Anyway, so she's like, yeah, that girl's creepy. And that, yeah, see, that was a moment where sure. in my head I thought, okay, fun. These characters aren't completely stupid. They're not fish in a barrel, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so the parents go out, they find the kids, the kids are like, hey, aunt and uncle are dead, and then they split up uh, with Cindy and Kinsey going back to the family trailer, and Mike and uh, Lucas, Luke, going to 
look at those bodies some more, I guess. Yeah, and they're just going to go, <laughs> they like, take, hey, kid, you want to see your body? That's what they're, they're They take forever because they, they, like, leave, and then we follow the ladies, and they have their whole thing, yeah. and then we come back, and the guys are just getting back to the trailer, and uh, whatever. It's fine. They There's, like, a moment of, like, we're lost. This all looks the same. Th- that's kind of what I was thinking was there's that scene where they run out of the aunt and uncle's trailer, and then they're like, I don't know. It all looks the same. And I wanted to see more of that confusion, Oh, which we didn't get, Confu- but that's okay. Yeah, because, yeah, like I'm trying to navigate. Like rows of trailers. Uh, Interesting. I, I guess I wanted more wide shots of the whole park. Okay. They use individual trailers in a good way. I wanted to see like rows of them uh, mm-hmm, getting like hunted down. Yeah, like kind of a maze thing. Although I guess it's probably not that kind of trailer park. I grew up down the street from a trailer park. It was a block away. I don't know if you if you know that. Oh, I yeah, that? I vaguely remember visited? going yeah, yeah, driving by some. Yeah, I place. like I like lived on the other side of the trailer park mm-hmm. from all my friends in the city with the school that I went to. There were some pretty close to my house growing up too. Yeah, I would like hang out with trailer park kids. That was yeah. fun. but they weren't nice trailers like those. <laughs> uh, so in in so here's another scene where Dollface appears in the the trailer and the reaction to it is just mind-bogglingly calm to me. Well, Christina Hendricks and Yeah. No, it was the daughter great. turns around and she's just like Mom, No, she can't scream. Why not? Because she's like in shock. Ah, I'd scream. Wow, I, I think see we scream. had totally different what I read it is like she is so freaked out that she's like hyped because she's like ma, ma, like she can't say yeah. anything. That's how I thought. I thought she was so freaked out that she couldn't talk. I don't know. And I thought it was cool. I wanted I that maybe that yeah. Yeah, I think we just That's just read different it readings. That's after they find all the cell phones have been messed up. Yes. And Christina Hendricks. Cuz that's why I, I think they're both so fucking freaked out is because mm-hmm. they find those mashed up phones and they realize how fucked they are. Yeah. And then doll is it dollface pops up in the trailer and then she's so freaked out like she her anxiety she's so panicked that she can't even say anything yeah and you said was it dollface uh in all cases yes because pinup girl is entirely wasted in this movie yeah she has like two scenes maybe yeah it's definitely dollface's show for the first half and then man and in then, the mask shows up mm-hmm. and then it's uh kind of his but mm-hmm. uh then dollface chases them into the bathroom and their names are so yeah dollface pinup girl which makes sense to me and then man in the mask i mean you can't what else are you gonna call him like sack face i, I think some have called him Sackhead or sack oh face. really yeah. i think found flicks has referred to him as sack head or maybe baghead not sure uh make sure she doesn't bump that camera because this is a very precarious oh, webcam hey. setup so yeah, yeah lucy <sighs> lucy Christina Hendricks gets fucking stabbed and killed. Yeah, that's yeah. a big problem I have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I... I mean, I, it makes sense for the movie. I but. really, really was hoping for those two to be the last ones left. Oh, and then have, Because like a of bond. Their, their mother-daughter angst was really heartbreaking for me. And that was the strongest relationship out of the characters I was theirs. I loved... Yeah, and my, my note that I that we talked about earlier where I scrolled down yeah. one shot, teen actor, exclamation <laughs> point. Um what I meant with that note is there's a shot earlier in the film when they're they're like mid drive, they stop at a diner and uh Christina Hendricks and the daughter are outside talking and there's just one long take where they they just they're acting, man. It's yeah. good. It's Bailey Madison is the actress playing. Yeah. Uh, and 
it's a really, really good mother-daughter scene. I totally bought that they were related and that there was this history. I, I totally got exactly what their relationship was, and I found it a little heartbreaking. Yeah. It was like it hit me in like a personal place. Yeah, I mean, the uh, like we said earlier, the brother-sister relationship is great. I always like to see that. But I, yeah, the one with the relationship with the most complexity to the it mother seemed daughter to be the mother-daughter one. And so good. I was very sad I when know. she was killed. I was not surprised because some fucker on Twitter spoiled, spoiled who died in this movie for me. Even before it came out on Friday. I think it was oh, a really? Thursday night. They must have seen it like Thursday night and then... Got hopped on their fucking Twitter and got was like, hey, for James. "Hey James, do you know that the parents and all three strangers die?" Hearing that all three strangers dies, that, that sucks. That sucks, that sucks. dude. Because you don't that, expect that, that. No, I was so I thought maybe one of them. Yeah, you don't expect the fucking strangers yeah, to kill the fucking if, strangers. If you didn't know by this point, and we warned you many times, we, we were going to spoil the movie. <laughs> all all the strangers are gone. I'm. There's no more sequels. So I mean, maybe, but no. Block that guy on Twitter. That sucks. I'm sorry. So I can't pull James, up his name. James, this is the price of fame. Yeah, this is the for price real, man. of being a YouTube celebrity. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so Christina Hendricks is stabbed to death. Very yeah. sad. Fuck, that sucks. That sucks. Honestly, so okay. And again, this is where I was like, these characters are not stupid. I really want to hear your arguments for them being stupid because. Okay. They they're trapped. We shot down one of them. Their reaction in the trailer, which yes. still seems to they weird. so they seems they lock weird. themselves in the bathroom, which is at the far end of the trailer. Um, and the thing with the way trailers are set up, if you've never been in one, is it's all they're basically like bullet house style, where it's just one row of rooms. There's no you can't go around rooms. There's no there's only one way in and one way out. Mm-hmm. But when they lock themselves in the bathroom at the end of the trailer. Uh, they notice there's like a skylight in the bathroom. So they, the mom lifts her daughter up to climb out of the skylight and basically sacrifices herself. Yeah. And, oh man, that was re- like, that's the thing with the first movie in this one is sometimes it's too real. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's like a little too real where, you know, it's, it's not the fun kind of horror. It's the horror that I'm going to think about while I'm trying to go to sleep. And I felt kind of viscerally well that's i mean i literally watched the first one uh for the kill count the night that you left yeah i was out of town yeah so first night alone i'm sitting there watching the strangers and it's like one in the morning yeah and of course i put it on because i'm like nothing scares me no more i watch all the whole movies yeah and then i realized like oh yeah that's because every night i get to go to bed with you with another person it makes such a difference it's such a difference i was when i was house sitting and i'm i was house sitting this like pretty big house in colorado like strange city strange everything and all i could think about the first night i went to sleep by myself was gerald's game and any of you have read gerald's game you know exactly what i'm talking about (laughs) fuck yeah. I, I immediately was like, nope, 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 nope. We're not thinking about this. We're not thinking about that guy. Yeah, I definitely had a small light on when I went to sleep. Really? Yeah. Oh. I had Lucy, a small light on, the little face mask on. That's cute. If you, uh, you know, let us know if when's the last time you had trouble sleeping because you couldn't stop thinking about a scary movie, I want to know. Yeah, because my brain would just be like, hey, dude, what if there was someone just like standing in the yeah, corner? Yeah, that's all there? I could think about. Yeah. Like, hey, what if that guy from Gerald's game was in the corner? Yeah, like, hey, brain, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> I won't spoil Gerald's game any more than that. If 
Any of you? It's a good one. It's, it's very great good. Movie. That great book. adaptation too. That book is is genuinely one of the only books that made me think after I finished it. I might want to sleep with the light on. Yeah, it really freaks me out. It's legit. Uh, so then Mike and Luke find the bodies. They hear the voicemail letting them know that like, oh, the strangers knew they were coming. Um, then they, then the man in the mask makes his appearance with a zoom in with a zoom. I didn't like the zooms in this movie. There are a lot of zooms. You know, I liked zooms. most of them. Yeah. I will say, and this is, it, kind of, it just kind of took me out of it. It's compared yeah. to the original too. And like I said up top, entirely style different wise, this movie's different. Entirely different. Yeah. It, yeah. I'm, different director. I wonder. So. Oh, they, I was just going to ask yeah, if the yeah. director was different. Uh, Brian okay. Bertino, the writer, also directed the first one. He okay. wasn't initially going to, uh, but after some dropped out, he, he was like, I'll it. direct my own script. Wow. And so he did not direct this one. Uh, phone's literally about to die, but it's jo- Johannes. Uh, Johannes Roberts directed this. And so he also has, did that 47 meters deep or 47 whatever, the shark one, 47 meters down with uh, Mandy Moore. Oh, the shark cage movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he did that. I haven't seen that yet. Uh-uh. But, uh, yeah. I like Mandy Moore. I would see it. Um, Something to say. Oh, yeah. Style-wise, I, I liked most of the, the weird zooms in this because I thought, again, it was an 80s style choice i think it reminded me of 80s movies yeah i think it was we were talking about this on the way home this movie in terms of the style choices and just the effort put into giving it a look it's more than just a cash grab horror sequel which is something i really appreciate i think that this movie is genuinely trying i think it's it's trying to be something different than the original but still in the same tradition and something that stood out to me especially is all these really wide shots where Everything is super flat. And that's what happens when you shoot with a small aperture in film. What happens is everything is in focus. So you get this weird feel and look where everything is super crisp and you lose depth of field. So you don't get an idea of how far away stuff is. Everything looks super compressed and weird. And that's what they keep doing in this movie. I loved it. It just was really disorienting and kind of gross looking. I'm vamping. James is... Off the mic, plugging stuff in. I'm by myself on the couch. I'll just keep talking about film techniques. <laughs> you good? You plug in the phone? I know. You know what? Because then I realized I was about to talk for so long about lenses, and I didn't want to do that. Baby, everyone wants to hear you talk about lenses. <laughs> but yeah, so basically that's that's what's going on, is they're shooting with a very small aperture, which is the opening on a camera. So if you see on the video, you can't podcast where I'm making a circle with my hands. So like... Big aperture. This is like when one thing in the foreground is in focus. And then if you close up the lens, that's when it like everything is in focus, which always confused me in film school. Yeah. It seems like it should be the opposite. Because there's like three different things that can affect that depth of field. Yeah. And that's one of them. Yep. 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 All right. Uh, so. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. Good job vamping, babe. Thank I, you. I knew you could do it. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so the, the, they drive out. Oh, they get the gun. So it's the same thing as the first one where like, oh, my relative had a gun here somewhere. I'm going to find it. I had that thought near the beginning of this where I thought, you know, these strangers movies would be pretty short if they just had a gun and shot them all. Except for you got the shitty fucking son. Because he's the dad gets the gun and Luke's like, you're going to shoot him? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, Luke. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm a fucking shoot him. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm gonna shoot him. I mean, was there a line cut somewhere where the brother says he's a pacifist or some shit? I, because that would explain. I think, I think we get it pretty well established that the brother is a very sweet boy. <laughs> I think he's a very he's a he's sweetheart a and he's boy. a really good older brother and he seems like he's a very soft boy. He and does, not in a bad yeah. way. I think he seems really sensitive and would be very good husband material if he didn't get murdered. But he Well he doesn't get murdered. Oh that's right. Oh my god he yeah. yeah. Sorry just like <laughs> my brain just broke a little. I forgot that he he, yeah, he makes it. That stabbing, yeah. Oh cool. Okay. Anyway, I hope he gets better. But <laughs> my my uh best wishes to that kid in the hospital. <laughs> but he also fuck yeah I'm going to shoot him. But that's the thing is James Dude, shooting someone. Okay, I no, I get that. I understand that. But later on, Dollface stabs his sister. And he doesn't shoot her. He's like, get away from her. Yeah. Dude. I, yeah. You can make her get away from her yeah. if you fucking shoot her. Yeah. And then even the sister's like, give me it. I'll shoot her. Yeah. Which, thankfully, I like, they yeah. added that. Yeah. Yeah. But that sister got stuff done in this movie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> she was great. I really liked her a lot. By the way, that actress was in the best TV show. R.I.P. Trophy R. I. P. Wife. R.I.P. Trophy. Trophy Wife was on, was that on ABC? think so if you can find it it was so fucking funny and no one watched it no. uh bradley whitford, bradley whitford Mon Ackerman, and uh, marcia gay harden marcia gay harden yeah Mich- michelle michelle watkins yeah michaela watkins michaela watkins i'm sorry um really fucking funny show Amazing. that no one watched because the title trophy wife makes Which it sound bad, like a different a show title. than it was anyway the yeah. daughter was in that show she was very funny she was really good in this. Mm. I think she has a career ahead of her. Yeah, I think she's Bailey Madison. Versatile. Keep an eye on her. Uh, the, the son doesn't even have a Wikipedia article. No, actor. but he is Bill Pullman's son. Oh, okay. He's got He's actor right. dad. Actor dad. Everyone's good in this. Uh, I, see, I saw, I saw uh, uh, contrary opinions online. And as far as I'm concerned... Christina Hendricks did fine because she's amazing and can do fine she's with an anything. She's angel and can't uh, be bad at anything. I wasn't a fan of the dad, Martin Henderson. Um, hot dad. Bailey Madison, the the daughter, did, amazing. did well. And Lewis Pullman, the name of uh, uh, Bill Pullman's boy. He was fine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sweet boy, sweet soft boy. I think I was just in a mood to like... No, I'm glad you I liked just it so wanted much, to like I was worried you would hate this. No. Yeah. I hate it. Well, it's I don't know. I was just scary. in a mood to like a movie. No, I hate all the jump scares. <laughs> that was my least favorite character. Is the, jump <laughs> the jump scares. scares. The the jump scares. And the dog. That dog sucks. Yeah, that fucking plot dog. dog sucks so much. <laughs> the jump scares dog. actually is kind of a character because the jump scare scares the guys out of the trailer. Like, I don't even know what happened. I don't know. There either. was just like a loud boom, and they're like, oh, we gotta go. Fuck out of the street. There's a jump. My favorite jump scare is when a literal truck just destroys a trailer. That that was that the best me. jump scare for sure. That got sure. me pretty good. Got me too. Uh, but <laughs> this one just about. happens after Man in the Mask disappears outside. So there's a big old jump scare. They run out. They get into the, the car. And then they're driving. And I love first-person car crashes. Yeah. I think they're always 
fucking awesome. I'm thinking they the descent. Make me anxious. I'm thinking get out. Yeah. Oh, the beginning of the descent. The beginning of the Honestly, descent. Honestly, part of the reason I haven't rewatched that movie is because there's so many fucking jump scares in it, and that's what I always think of is when so they good. they get in that car accident in the beginning because it yeah. comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And like I've been in a car accident. Same. Uh, I've been in a jeep that flipped on its side, Bye. and just. Every time I see it in a film, it's super effective. It's to me. so visceral, it's yeah. Like, oh, I was behind someone who got hit, like T boned by a, a drunk driver. Oh shit. And then we hit the car in front of us. Yeah. And if we had been in front, if like if we were in front of the car that was in front, like if we'd switched places and we were the car that got T boned, I would have gotten I, oh, I would yeah, have been, been there. dead because the side. Yeah, because the person behind us, like we hit their passenger side, like we smashed right into them. In high school I shit freaks me out. I've man. told you this before. Uh I was with, I was in a car, I was up front in the passenger seat and the, the chick driving it was doing this dumb like kind of racing thing with another <sighs> buddy of mine and she tried to pull into his subdivision ahead of him. Oh, and God. Uh, wasn't like was looking over her oh, shoulder and me. she oh, runs God. right drives straight into the brick fucking sign With, for like, the, subdivision. the name of the subdivision yeah <laughs> and I'm sitting there so I'm sitting there as bricks are falling like it's like a crash bricks crashing oh onto God, the the geez. the fucking hood of the car and I don't think they busted the windshield but it was close and then she just like backed up <laughs> parked it in a laser tag parking lot <laughs> and was like told everyone someone did this to my car. And then the next day in school, some cops pulled her out of class. I was like, oh, did, did you God. did you run into the sign? Do you remember what the subdivision was called? <laughs> no, I don't. Because I think I remember you telling me this story and me laughing at the name of the sub- it was, subdivision. It was good times. Oh, but, but yeah. by the way, the night I got into my crazy car accident, yeah. uh, I was coming home from a date and the guy I was on a date with was driving. We saw Flight of the Concords, by the way. They're great. Nice. Um, <laughs> And that was also after that car crash, he dropped me off at my dorm and that was my first kiss. <laughs> he kissed me and I was like, I don't know how to feel about this night. <laughs> anyway, that's my first kiss story. That's, oh, that's sweet, baby. Yep. Mine was after a field trip in sixth grade. Oh my God, James. I was so old. <laughs> that's okay. It's okay. I've made up for it with you. Oh. <laughs> I kiss you a bunch. Uh, they crash into another trailer, and the dad gets fucking impaled. He gets descended. And then dumbass soft baseball boy brother is like, let me pull it out for you. No, you idiot. I was, I was having a hard time at that moment. Kid. That kid. So basically the, the dad gets ass. impaled by a giant thing of wood, uh, which, yeah, like I said, he gets descended. Isn't that what happens in the descent? I think in the descent, a pole goes through the guy's head. Sure, okay. It's but much but worse. A, but a something goes through the windshield and just stabs the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so there's just like a, a log sticking out of the dad's yeah, like part of the chest. Porch. And the kid is like, oh, dad, um, I'll pull it out. Like, no. And the dad's like, um, maybe just like, go okay, get help. Here's I, the gun. You thought the dad was going to say, I, kill yes. me. Yes. James, I would have been she so was like making out. noises and grabbing my arm. I literally grabbed James and was like, "Oh no!" I was like, he, "The dad's not going to do that, and this soft little boy's not going to be able to do it." If he I asked thought him. it was going to be like the turning, a missed moment where the dad was like, "Son, I'm not going to make it. Yeah, please do the 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 manly adult thing no, and that, kill your dad so he doesn't suffer." That soft boy's not doing that. That would have been fucked up. Yeah. But or I thought the dad was gonna shoot himself. Oh, scar that soft boy for life. Yeah. 
Softboy runs off and Man in the Mask shows up oh, and like yeah. goes around the car and gets in. He and just sits, sits in the, the passenger dad. seat. This this is like quintessential strangers behavior right here. Just like chilling there, turning on the radio, mm-hmm. turning up the tunes. Yeah. And then he takes an ice pick to the dad and kills him. Is it an him. ice pick? It, I, I thought it was an, an owl. Pick. It could also be an owl. Owl. An owl. It's hard to it's it's hard to make it not sound owl. like owl. It's an like when you say uh oral, but you mean like like a u r a l. Oh, it's or, like no, oral. not oral. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's an it's an owl, which if you don't know what that is is based. Leprechaun has one of them. Does he? Leprechaun has an owl. Yeah. That makes sense. He That's because it. he uh leprechaun is a cobbler, and so you use an owl an owl owl. A W L to make eyelets and shoes where your shoelaces go through, nice, or to uh, make corsets. Nice pimping out the Leprechaun franchise, coming to a kill count coming. near you soon. Yeah, for seven weeks. People are. So I forget. What, I think it's the the second one where she oh, tries so to kill bad. him with his all, and it doesn't work. That's right. Yeah. God, that second one fucking sucks. Yeah. They but anyway, yeah. Suck. The more you know, it's used to make eyelets and clothing. There you go. There you go. Uh, did the kids get back together yet? Is my phone charged enough to take it off? Yes, it is. Great. Uh, so yeah, he gets dad gets killed. Oh, this is when Kenzie, when pinup girl finally shows up in the pipe. Oh, which would have been how did so, that? Okay, we should ex- we you? should explain that. So the the girl, the daughter's running, and she notices the the masked guy is yeah in the driving. truck. The, yeah, he starts driving after. Truck. So she goes to hide in this. Playground, it's like a pipe thing. Yeah, I think I've been in playgrounds where you have those. They're like sure. crawl, they're like a tube you can crawl around in. Yeah. So she goes and hides in one of those. I don't remember that scare. What is she just there? Because uh, she she's like, leave me alone or something. And then pinup girl's like, but we're just getting started. As she like, oh. puts her face. how'd that scare work for you? It's fine. I was expecting it because it was in all the trailers. Oh, it was like. I feel like I was beaten over the head with that scare. I so. feel like I saw it coming. Yeah. Because the way the camera was framed, there was so much room in that shot. Yeah. And I was like, well, we haven't seen the third one. Yeah. She's gonna this be is right like her there. appearance. Yeah, I knew she was going to And then be she there. gets killed pretty soon after that. Um, I got, oh, Luke saves her. I don't remember that. Yeah, so they meet up somehow again, The the daughter and the... Brother. Oh, this is when this is when uh, she like so. So credit to this, I'm thinking to myself while she's running away from these strangers, hop into a random trailer and hide out. It yeah. shouldn't be that hard. Credit to this, she does. She that. does do that. But Dollface is there with somehow. Oh, with the Jack with in the, the yeah, that Jack in the box. That kind of sucked. Jack in the box is lame. Then the, the reveal that Dollface was like hiding under a blanket right next to the yeah, Jack in the box. I, <laughs> Oh no, that person-shaped thing is actually one of the killers, Ron. Yeah, who happened to be waiting in the right trailer. With a toy. With a toy. That That's a moment where they seemed a little more supernatural. Yeah. Because how did that how? even? Like, yeah, random trailer plus the fact that one of the strangers had the foresight to set that up. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, look at this creepy Jack in the box. This will be really I'm gonna cool. I'm going to wait here yeah. on the off chance she dives into this trailer. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah, like imagine if, imagine if like she picked a different trailer and Dollface is still just hiding under a blanket. Like, yeah. no, it'll be great if it works out. Yeah. Just, just wait. Uh, but this is when Dollface stabs her and the brother's like, get away from her with the gun yeah, in she, his hand. So Dollface stabs the, the daughter. 
in like just the a arm. little bit though. Yeah, it's not she stabs like her a bad little bit. Stab, whatever. Walk it off. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine. It's not as bad. But this as- is when they they oh god. See, this is the thing: is this location. The trailer park, everything looking the same. This is when I start to fucking forget well, this what is when, even happened. This is when Luke puts her under a porch. He's like, wait here. Wait here I'm under the go, porch. I'm going to go use the phone That's in the general right. store. Right, so he puts, because she, she. Oh, we got a knock at the door. Oh, my door. God, Holy no, there's a knock fuck. at the door. James, wow. go get it. I'm going to keep That's talking. That's creepy as hell. We might have to edit this part. I know. Oh, oh, my God, I'm so scared. Oh, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's UPS, but that was really creepy. Oh my god. Our UPS guy must think we're so fucking weird. We have like the same UPS guy who's always dropping stuff off and I'm always mailing shit from the dead meat store out through our apartment, but we always get like weird shit in the mail. I bet he thinks we're freaky. That was really freaky. scary. That was that was such a powerful stranger's knock. I know. I was like, I oh my it. god. That was great. What <laughs> I think the way to beat the strangers is say, yeah, Tamara's home. <laughs> and be like, I yes, this is Tamara. No, I was thinking like, just don't answer the door. You know how many times they knock to drop something off, and I'm just like chilling there in my underwear, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get the door. They'll leave it. You talking about UPS or the strangers? Both. <laughs> just don't answer <laughs> I the door. Like, what are you talking? Like in that opening scene, if the old lady just stayed in are bed. Are they like vampires? Oh, you like you gotta invite them in. Yeah, something not like, like the. That. I mean, they're you know you don't have to, but maybe that's part of the fun for them. Yeah, but like if they don't know your home, they they can't kill you. Or I mean, they can, but they won't. Yeah. Just fucking just, just pretend you're not home. Sure. Whatever. Treat him like a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> oh my god. No fucking problem. So he hides her under the porch. Of a trailer, because what happens is when they they escape one trailer, they go out through a back window. It's a pretty far drop, and she hurts her leg. Oh, that's what happens. Okay. Yeah, she fucks up her leg. So he tells her to yeah, uh, which is a fine plan if he didn't s- sit there for ten minutes talking to I her. Know. Like, dude, just put yeah. her on the room. get on there. Okay. We're gonna see you. Yeah, he's like, all right, <laughs> this fucking sister, boy. be good. So You're so brave and inspiring. And it's this whole speech, and I'm like, just fucking <laughs> go, long dude. speech, just fucking go, dude. Yeah. Time is of the essence. He yeah. gets to the general store, and pinup girl's there in her second scene. Uh, he does call the cops. He, he gets through to them, yes. and then the, the line goes out, classic. Uh, pinup girl's there, and then he runs out back to the pool, and she runs at him, whacks her with the golf club, Ooh. which is great. That was, yeah. Yeah, and then he finally becomes a little bit a little less soft and He's he stabs soft. her. This I think both of us thought what that maybe Pinup Girl was going to be his sister. Oh. Did you have that thought or no? I had that thought briefly but realized it made no sense because she, she wasn't limping. Oh, okay. Like, I I thought maybe it was the sister with her with her, with mouth her yeah, taped up. I thought it was going to be that kind of yeah. That happens a lot in yeah, I forget where else that's happening. Um, Fargo. <laughs> I, I was going to say Fargo <laughs> like with Glenn Howerton. Fargo. Yeah. That's the one example I can think of. Glenn Howerton. Fuck um, yeah. This movie could have used Glenn Howerton. Yeah. Bring back Mike. Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, but this is the scene we were talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. This pool scene pool is scene. great. Best scene in the movie. Very cool. Sure. Honestly, I think it works so well because the whole movie up to this point is a very distinct style pace, color palette, everything. Everything looks a certain way and then you get to this pool. So what happens is the brother flips this switch and all these lights come on in the pool and there's neon. all these neon palm trees yeah. and they 
you looks know, like Miami Vice. It's crazy. Super and there's 80s. the lights in the pool come on and you've got, you know, it's still the 80s soundtrack, so it's not completely yeah, different. Yeah, what is it? Uh, Total Eclipse Total of the Heart. Total Eclipse of the Heart starts playing, yeah. which great choice. Love yeah. that song. The first, the first movie had a couple of scenes where like the song made the sequence. And so I was That's, glad that they were able this to do it again. Scene, yes, for yeah. sure. This scene was so great. And so what happens is what? The masked guy... He shows up and it's some great shots of like where he's dragging the axe along the ground yeah. uh, and the, the kids in the background mm-hmm. and like great shots. And then this cool fucking fight sequence yeah. where he's go and like the kids like, I killed one of yours. How's that feel? Yeah. Like, yeah, soft boy. Yeah. Get hard. Boy. Yeah. Because <laughs> he stabs Peanut Girl. Yeah. Bad. He stabs her to death. Yeah. Just a bunch. Like really bad. Yeah. And that's when I thought back earlier to him not wanting to use a gun is I think you know, he finally does kill someone. You can tell it's, you know, he's yeah, feeling it affects it. him. Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to watch. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then, man, the mask just swinging his axe all over. Yes. The place. There's and a great long shot of the two of them fighting and walking at the same time. It's really cool. Yeah. It wasn't all like really jumpy long. editing. And no, shit. it was, it was, like it was legitimately cool choreographed fighting, which I really appreciated. Yeah. And then they wind up in the pool. Yeah. And, and like, that's great. It was really cool. I did, however think many times about that scene in Pee-wee's Big Adventure where Pee-wee fights Francis in his bathtub. <laughs> where are they hosing him up? Oh, really? Where are they hosing him down? He's having his bath. Yeah, that's all I could think of. Yeah. Where he's where they get to like the shallow end of the pool. Uh Mark Holton, who plays Francis, also in Leprechaun. Also in Leprechaun. And I make a reference uh to that scene. So Good. Good, good. Got that spoiled. So. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, the and and the the music is going in and out and like yeah, getting muffled the, in the, the underwater shots. The camera goes in and out of the water and the Beautiful. music. Sh- it's really cool. It's very very cool. It's really really neat. And then uh, he starts to get away, and this this is another scene that was in all the trailers. Was the man the mask oh, like, really? stalking behind him in the pool? I'm glad I didn't watch the trailers, yeah, trailers beforehand because that I think I saw um, maybe some Twitter promos where I I saw blips of the palm trees mm-hmm. and I forgot that was a thing until that scene happened. Yeah. Um. So for some reason I had this idea in my head that this movie takes place in like Reno. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was filmed in K- Kentucky, by the way, I saw. Oh, weird. I don't know if they said where it took place or if it got, just took place in Kentucky. If Kentucky's got tax incentives right now. Yeah, I don't know. So you don't often hear about stuff filming in Kentucky. Yeah, so hardly I wonder. ever. Yeah. I was, that's why it stood out to me. I was like, oh, Kentucky. Yeah. Cool, good for them. Uh, pool scene's great. He ends up stabbing Luke in the back. Yeah, and Luke's then there's that out pretty long. Bad. He just leaves him in the pool, and there's that really long shot. Oh, this was great. Yeah. There's a really long take where the brother's just bleeding out in the pool, and, and then like trying to float on his yeah. back, but he and was stabbed in the back. You're just like watching this kid die. I thought he was. I thought he was thought dead, was... except for the fact that it was spoiled for me that he doesn't die. Oh, that sucks. I know. But then his sister's there. His sister shows up at the edge of the pool and, pull, and pulls him out. It's all in this one take and I thought it was so cool. Yeah. God, yeah, that pool scene. That pool scene, man. It's really good and it's going to be such an overlooked thing in movies this year because it's in a sequel and it's in a horror sequel. <laughs> that came out in March. <laughs> that came out in March, yeah. yeah. But kudos, kudos to the filmmakers on just that whole scene. It was really neat. Uh, and again, that's director uh, Johannes, if you say that, Roberts. I was getting some guest vibes in that scene. The guest. Sure, with, with those Dan lights. Stevens, and that music. The lights and the there's like the fog coming off the pool. A lot of fog in this movie. And the fog everywhere. And the brother sister team up mm-hmm. was giving me vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. That's good stuff. 
Uh, so then she, uh, what happens to Luke? She saves him. She, she leaves him just, next to the pool. Oh, he's just left in next to the pool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he's in pretty bad condition. That's it for him. Right? That's it. Until yeah. End, she's so. like, I'm going to get us out of here. And she lays him down next to the pool. And then she Good thing they didn't come back for a swim. to, uh, she, that's when she winds up in the middle of the road and a sheriff arrives. The cop Yay, arrives. The police. <laughs> When Dollface came behind the cop, Chelsea was just like, no, <laughs> like in the theater. Like, fuck. God damn it. Yeah. That's always an effective thing is when like help shows up and then. Cause you know, you know, that's not the end, Yeah, but it still sucks, man. Yeah. It still just feels like. It, it was a very scream moment. This, yeah. uh, this actually a couple of things in the scene. Because in Scream, uh, Neff Campbell runs out and the camera, uh, Gail's cameraman is out there. And he's like, I'll help you. And then he turns around and gets like, his throat slit. Yeah. So this cop gets his throat slit. Uh, <laughs> Kinsey gets into the cop car and tries to start oh, it. Fuck. And this is another direct reference or homage or ripoff of Scream. Uh-huh. The same thing happens. Ghostface, like she's in a cop car and she's looking for the keys. Which, and Ghostface knocks one? on the window. Yeah, in the first Scream oh, okay. with the keys. And oh. so this, there's no way they did this without knowing. I this. would love to know if these moments we're talking about are very specific references. Well, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, one hundred percent has. It literally be. was beat for beat that part of Texas Chainsaw from the way she's fucking sitting in the yeah. back of the truck. We'll get to it. Uh, but knowing that, I feel like the scream reference I, also sure. has to be pretty intense. Sure, I'm into it. Yeah, so uh, she can't drive off in the police car because Dollface has the keys, but inside that vehicle... It's a giant hunting rifle. Why it's a would... shotgun. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> it's it's okay. a shotgun. Yeah. It's that's a big-ass gun. That's all I know. <laughs> cops have, I, I believe, regular. I was going to say, because I was about to ask, like, wait, why? Yeah. Would there be... Okay, that makes I sense. I think they keep shotguns in their vehicles for extenuating circumstances. For strangers... Stranger circumstances. Yeah, and so she gets Holy this gun. Holy fuck! She, she grabs this here. You no, go ahead. You she sound grabs really this gun and just fucking blows <laughs> baby doll's face off. It's crazy. Twice. Yeah, she shoots her in the gut first, and she just flies away. Oh, yeah, she but, shoots her in the stomach first. Yeah, and um, then she unmasks her, yes. and we get a full on view. We see Gemma Ward. No. Uh, it's not Trevor Ward. It's not. She was. She was in the first one. This is a different. Actor. This is a different. Yeah, really? they recast all three strangers. Oh my god! Did they really? It's been ten years. I guess because I was about to say like, wow, she looks the same. Yeah, I know. Oh, I thought it was Trevor Ward. No, they replaced well, them all. Okay, fun, like you know, alien esque model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that that very specific niche of model type, <laughs> that like kind of bony, like. Spacey face. Yeah, she looks kind of like a carnivorous alien. She's yeah, got like a she's crazy got a, she's grin. A, she's on got a Manson girl face. Yeah, Manson girl face. Like for a big sure. old mouth, and uh, she's doing weird grins and shit. Oh, and then, yeah. and then we get our why? Why'd you do this to us? And this time it's why not? Why not? So sure, that checks out. Mm-hmm. Same as the first one because you were home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she fucking shoots her. Then she, that's when she shoots her in the fucking, fucking face. face. It's dude. brutal. Yeah, I mean it's like. Uh, it's like point blank, like mist, like blood mist yeah, everywhere. Yeah, it's crazy. Fuck. Anyway, so that's when I was like, okay, wow, we're doing this. Because <laughs> they killed, <coughs> I'm thirsty now. Because they killed the one. Yeah. And I was like, okay, 
whatever, they can make a new friend. <laughs> but then they kill this one, and I'm like, fuck, they're just going to have to kill all of them at this point. Question mark. Yeah. Question mark. Because Kinsey gets in the police car and finally gets it going, is about to get out of there, and then she gets fucking rammed. Uh, yeah, by the truck. This guy just likes hitting stuff with. Yeah, that truck. truck is like a damn. Oh, oh, because we missed earlier when uh, the the awesome jump oh, yeah, scare. We, missed, we said we were gonna talk about it, and then we totally <laughs> forgot because this whole movie, the second act is is like a. It's running all around. It's every, It's a little yeah. confusing. The but yeah, when they're chilling in a, they're a like trailer. bandaging their wounds, whatever. And I think they're talking. It's really sweet because because the brother is like. They're talking about their mom, and he's telling her a nice story to kind of distract her while he's trying to, like, set her injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a fucking truck just drives through the wall. That was the best jump scare. It ever. was. It was good. It, it was just, like, fucking Because there was a long scene of silence. Or mm-hmm. not silence, but stillness as they're talking. And there's no buildup to there being a jump scare. Yeah. It's just he's a like, truck. He's like, all right, so how about we go find a phone and boom. It's like, just truck out of nothing. Truck through the trailer. That's why he loses his gun, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would have probably. Uh, oh yeah, I tried forgot to grab there was it. a there was a shot like a very purposeful shot of him of putting the him, gun and down. I was like, "Fuck!" One of them's just gonna sneak up and take the gun, but no, a truck just like <laughs> obliterates it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, man on the mask rams into the police car, wrecks that shit. Uh, he wrecks it many times. Yeah, that was fun. He, keeps he like drives around and, and he keeps hitting her from like different angles, but then it eventually gets tangled up. The, the vehicles get all tangled yeah. up together. Mm, and the, oh. and she's, oh. she gets out and sees that there's gas leaking. So fun. And then lights it, all, lights it on fire. This that was cool. all very good. I think, she, I think there's a weird zoom in on her face, though, right before she Yeah, she she's it. looking all, like, crazy, yeah. and I love it. She's <laughs> like, she doesn't care anymore. Uh, she lights that shit up, and it explodes, and I'm like, good end to the movie. Yeah. Little did I know. No, there's... So this is when it gets into Jason territory. Yes. And Christine territory, because that car should not be running. Yeah. But it is now a flaming (laughs) hell truck on wheels. Yeah. And it starts chasing her down. And it's a cool fucking shot. It's really cool. When she's running across the bridge. I was so into it. Yeah. The whole... whole that whole sequence where you see the car, the truck on fire yeah. and it's driving behind her slowly. Cause he's just fucking with her Yeah, and she's limping in front of this truck. It's really cool. It's good shit. Kind yeah. of an anticlimactic ending when he gets out, walks up to her and then falls over and pulls out the glass. Yeah. And he just kind of fall. Oh, uh, we do have that awesome shot of like his mask melted to his head. Yeah. That was cool. It's like a two face. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So he just falls over. That's kind of lame. And she gets away. She goes out to a, a truck. <laughs> she goes out to the road. But before we see that, we we see the, the people in the truck that are driving up to her. And it's such this random, like, well, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. It, it holds on that shot for a minute. Yeah. It's like cut to random. It looks like a mom, mom and her son, and son maybe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so, so Kinsey runs out in the road, flags him down. They go to help her, and then they're like, "Oh shit!" Because they see the man in the mask has come. He's still alive. I, this yeah, is very Jason. This is when I was a little confused because I thought I was like, "What? Like dream state? Like what's going on?" Because yeah. he can run and seems like he fully healed. Like he drank a healing potion and is <laughs> yeah. all better. But we just saw him super fucked up, like in a car explosion with glass in him. 
whatever. Yeah, he was on That's fire for a little now. bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, he chases. She gets in the back of the truck, and this is the it's very it's obvious Texas very chainsaw. like even down to the choreography. I think she even fucking sits down and turns the same way. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's the, like drive drive. It's the end of Texas yeah. Chainsaw, which but the only difference is it. Man in the Mask isn't. Isn't his, swinging, yeah, it swinging around. His axe and it's his not, axe breaks when he goes to hit it's her. It's not sunrise either. Yeah, and she brains him with a bat and knocks him down in the That's middle of the right. road. And then, so, I think he is dead at this point. I do too. We get the shot of the truck driving away with his head in the foreground, yes. his eyes open. We will have to talk about how we interpreted the ending of this film then. Yeah. Uh, but, but whenever I see a body with an eye open, that's code in horror movies. Yeah, he's dead. They're dead. Because if their eyes close, maybe they're knocked out. If their eyes open and stays open, they're dead. So this guy's dead. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. I could see if they somehow wanted to make another one of these, which I hope that they don't. Because I think that they could do a midquel. They could do. That's true. They could do a midquel. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But But then that's lame. Because then you know the strangers aren't going to die unless they kill them, and they're like, "We'll get a new one." Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, because that's what I was just going to say is if they do a sequel, they could act like, oh, no, no, no the, the guy is alive and he just recruited yeah. two more. And like gave them the masks, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Would the next one be a uh, in the style of like 90s horror? Are we just going to move through the decades? So what? Strangers 3 would just be like super meta. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say it would have to be just meta. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it's, it's just the last scene in the hospital. Where we yes. see that Lucas is still alive on live support. Uh huh. She, the sister, wakes up screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, As probably is going to happen a lot yep. throughout your life, Sarkins. Yep. And I, I think that's what's implied by the end of the movie, which I found very depressing. A strong knock on the door, and she gets scared and, and drops her glass of water and yeah. the movie's over. And I saw people online being like, how is he still alive? No. And it's like, dude, I right, I read not. it as it's a nurse or someone. Yeah. But the end of this movie is just implying that the strangers are never going to truly leave her because she's so fucking traumatized. And yeah. every knock on the door is going to be them for the rest of her life. Dude. It's a fucked UPS, up way to dude. end. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the UPS guy <laughs> was the strangers for like a second. Yeah. But I think that that's what the end is implying, and I think that that's really upsetting. Mm-hmm. And really, because yeah, I always think about that when I watch horror. Is when you have a horror movie like this where it's really grounded, I'm always really conscious of the idea of any survivor of this has PTSD they're forever, yeah. and they're fucked for sure. And yeah, this character's fucked. That was the cool thing about Scream Two is that Sydney was dealing with shit. Yeah, Sydney in, in Scream has PTSD for sure. Yeah. And and not yeah. so much well, I guess a little bit in Scream Three. I just yeah. shit on But yeah, that's that's something more. that I think the audience is always gonna be cognizant of when you when you make a horror that's really grounded. Mm-hmm. And when you're trying to make these characters that feel like real people, if if you're doing that, then naturally you have to assume that any character that survives is gonna have PTSD like a real person would. Yeah. And so I think that that was kind of a cool way to end this one. So, yeah, I think they're all dead. It's just she's always going to think that they're still going to come get her. Yeah. And that's really sad. Yeah. That poor girl. <laughs> like, I don't know. Her character just broke my heart. I Like, her realizing her mom is dead and they just had that fight before. And mm-hmm. just emotionally, that's really upsetting to me. The idea that, like, oh, my God, she thought I hated her. Oh, yeah. And she blames herself, too. She blames herself. She's she like, says, if, if, if I wasn't so shitty, if I didn't have to be sent off to boarding school, we wouldn't be here. And I'm like, man. 
Like it's too real, you know? Yeah. It's a little too real for me, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's Strangers Pray at Night. I liked it. I liked it. I think I'm curious to, to hear what you have to say about it. Uh, did, and also in regards of like, did you like the original and did you like this one? Because I could see it both ways. Someone loving the original and hating this because it's so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone liking both. I could see someone hating the original because it's too slow and it's like, oh, this one really picks up the action because it's way more kinetic and like mm-hmm. way more actiony, a lot more movement. Uh, I think they're both fine in their own right. I think the original is a like really like classic yeah. of a horror film. I think it's the case where both of them are pretty good. Therefore, the first one has to be the better one because there's no reason for the second one to be better, I think. It's just the first one's the original. Oh, no. Would you, know? you say that with, like, Alien and Aliens? You like Alien I like more. Alien better, yeah. For me, it's a draw. I think that they're both. And, like, maybe Aliens. Says, I don't know. It's hard. This is, I guess that's kind of a fair comparison with these two. Like, not as extreme yeah, as Alien not, and Aliens. Yeah, this is not, like, Annals of Film History yeah. type film. But. but it's the same kind of thing. The first one's a quieter... Uh, that's true. Slower horror This film. one's more of an like action. Yeah. That's a completely fair comparison. So mm-hmm. if you're wondering what to expect from this movie, besides the whole plot that we just spoiled, <laughs> think if, okay, so it's like SAT style. The strangers yeah. is to alien as the strangers pray at night is to aliens. Yeah. I think that's a fair comparison. I feel like an SAT comparison is a great way to go out on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make sure you watch the Strangers Kill Count if you haven't already. And make sure that if you're watching this on Dead Meat, um, like the video on the channel, make sure you subscribe to Dead Meat Podcast. Yeah. It should be. We're. I know that you want it on Spotify. We've submitted it. We submitted it to Spotify. It's out of our hands now. It's in the hands of Spotify. So they got Yeah, Mr. Spotify needs to approve our podcast. I've heard that Spotify is... A lot pickier in terms of what podcasts they host, so oh, I think yeah? it takes a little longer. Okay, well, hopefully we, you know, so, pass the muster. Is that the right phrase? The, right? the smell test. We can do that too. Also made a reference to that in Leprechaun. Wow, you're just uh, preempting oh, all my no. jokes. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, uh, please subscribe to our podcast if you're watching this on YouTube, and if you only listen to the podcast, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah. then rate the podcast, review it on iTunes, just yes. leave a little review. Say, hey, these these two are pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, episodes will come out every Tuesday. Again, every this, Tuesday. Was, this was just like a little, little treat, a little bonus. Mm-hmm. They're not. Uh, they're also not always going to be on the YouTube channel. Yeah, although people are asking for it. We'll figure something out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We're new at this. We're new at podcasts, mm-hmm. but we're good at YouTube. Uh, follow me, or follow Dead Meat on social media at Dead Meat James. That's on Twitter and Instagram. I've been posting stuff more often, so hit that up. Mm-hmm. Chelsea? Um, DeadMeatPod at Gmail. You want to email the podcast about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at Carebeck on Twitter. It's C-A-R-E-B-E-C-C. Uh, same on Instagram. Um, and I'm Chelsea Rebecca Cosplay on Facebook if you want to look at my sewing stuff. Yeah, and then my personal Twitter and Instagram are James A. Janice. Uh, you should know how to spell it. It's in the lower third every fucking video. And uh, heads up, the Twitter is very political. So if you want to oh, avoid same. that, yep, hers, hers like, too. Like, just don't go there if you don't just want don't it. Don't go there if you don't want it. But Dead Me James is pretty apolitical for the most part. Uh, yeah, 
Thanks for watching and or listening. Mm-hmm. Hope you come back for more. Tuesday's Wishmaster. Wishmaster. It'll be a good one. It'll yes. be a real good one. And we'll actually have movie clips in that one, right? Yes. Can't do that with this, obviously, because it's in theaters. But yeah. Cool. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye.